We're doing it. Doing it again. They can't stop us. Are we recording right now? <laughs> yeah, we're recording. Bible you Buns know, somebody, is returned. Somebody commented on when we had episode like 25 or 26, someone was like, damn, you guys are really doing it. Most people burn out after like three. And I was like, have, do you have a lot of friends who have like attempted and failed at starting a podcast? I mean, maybe. I just don't know anybody besides you that has, well, that's not true actually. I know maybe a couple people who... Here I go again. I've known quite a few people that have like, hey, I'm starting this podcast. And then you see a couple, maybe you see four or five even, and then it just falls off. I mean, fuck, I started a hockey podcast like last year or something, and there's only four episodes of it. But you have a lot. You have a very, another very like solid podcast. Yeah, I I mean. And this one too, which I would attribute to, I don't know if I would do it every week if it wasn't for you. And yeah, maybe I, vice versa. Yeah. See, the accountability, just like the Bible says, where two or more gather in my name, there I am, <laughs> or some shit like that. I don't know. But it does seem like a little bit, uh, there, that is like a weird human thing. It's the same thing for me with working out, where it's like, if I'm meeting someone to go rock climbing at the gym, then like, I'm not going to bail on them. Right. But if I'm just going to work out by myself, like I might be like cheeseburger or workout <laughs> cheese. And then I'll be like, ah, fuck it. Cheeseburger will work out tomorrow. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we've been very, uh, very consistent with this thing. We just always find, we find a time every week. We just it's find a way. unspoken accountability for the most part, which is cool. Right. You know, where... I, I kind of like that. I kinda it just, but it would be a bummer if one of us every week had to be like, "Yo, dude, come on!" Like, let's. And the other one was sort of like, oh, "Can we just like not this week?" And you're <laughs> like, "Can we? What the fuck?" Like, I don't know. But also to like not to 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 not put too much pressure. I think right. on the weeks that like maybe we do miss, which I think we've only missed like two yeah. since starting, which. I think it's really solid. I where say, I think it's only one or two. Where with like my other podcasts, I've like it's almost like something comes out every week to a fault almost at this point where I'm just like relentless on myself. Right. Of like, no, you're going to do it. You're going to fucking make it happen. I don't care. I don't care if this stresses you out all week. You're going to, you're going to make this thing happen. But and Lord knows I have seen you stressed out about it uh, <laughs> a number of times. And the Lord Jesus Christ, he, he watches upon me as I, as I suffer through those weeks. <laughs> yes, yes and he does. He and says, he stands he with says, you. He says, Daniel, why, why are you doing this? And I said, Lord, Lord, we speak of discipline <laughs> on this podcast so much, and I'm just trying to uh, uphold to my my own That's my right. own word in saying that I'm going to do this every Friday. And uh, that is right. But here we are doing it again. It's strange how it's changed, though. Uh, pretty quickly, I think the podcast. It's like it started off as us trying to find our trying to find the lord and then we did and now that we have <laughs> yeah this no, whole new thing. No, we're just talking to other people about them finding the lord but I, d- I didn't think i was gonna get so much education on this podcast no like i thought we would it would be cool if we you know if we dove into other people's things but i didn't think that i would so much knowledge would be dropped upon me and so much perspective would be for sure which is stupid to not think that that's what right. it would do but right to have like these different understandings and respect for other religions and other sects of christianity yeah like, for sure no yeah it's been very illuminating um and i think has like 
in some ways restored my f- my faith in humanity and specifically like people who are religious, you know, and being like, yo, most of these most of these folks, as Wally would say, or as lots of people say now, folks is being thrown around a lot these days. Folks. Uh most of these folks are like really just like good very like solid people you know who are just trying their best to be good people in the world and yeah they have their like set of beliefs or whatever but like to their core they're not any different than which i guess that's one of those truths that you're like yeah i guess we all know that on some level but you have to sort of experience it to like through conversations with people or like travel or whatever like that sort of illuminates the fact that it's like yeah dude everyone's just like we're all just out here. Yeah, man. We're all just yeah. out here. Uh, yeah, I think I'd be, like, really quick to defend certain religious beliefs. Yeah, uh, for sure. If the opportunity presented itself. You know, if, somebody, if, if, like, a group of people were talking about Muslims or, like, m- maybe even more, like, on the, on, with Mormon, like, the Mormonism thing just because we've had so many Mormon guests right, now, right. I think I would be like, no, I think that uh, you're yeah, like really misunderstanding. Sure. And even with, with Wally, he dropped enough knowledge on us now that like, yeah, some of the sort of standard like myths or rumors or whatever around Islam, if someone said, yeah, dropped like the Virgin line or something, I could just be like, oh no, dude, that's not a real thing. <laughs> Don't say that. Well, even when he was... Uh, speaking about the historical context of uh killing the non-believers right like yeah it's just like the historical context is so important for all of this stuff or like a lot of it and uh, yeah that shit blew my mind dude when he started talking to us about like the quran being this thing that's like really meant to be read from front to back to Mm -hmm. and not so like fucking yeah, I mean, it's, it's like a giant poem, basically, and it's interesting because reading this collection of chapters that we picked out of Acts to cover today, I was like, this is so not a poem. This is like boring fucking history class for a bunch of, with in, involving a bunch of people that I don't fucking know or care about. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, we're going to get into it, but there's just like, I, I noted that there's just such bad, like if this was The Way, the TV series, yeah, like there's such bad editing and cut lines on certain parts where it's Dude, just like i had and to then, double check that i was reading the right book of the bible yeah, like, and then he's just up like, in chapter 12 and i was just like what the fuck is this story yeah like one of them like one of the chapters ends or one of the sections and it's just like and then he went somewhere else and then he went somewhere like where did like, he now <laughs> did he wow and I then know. it doesn't like pick up on that ever again really it's for just, sure it's uh it's interesting, but it's uh yeah, it's been super informative doing this. And I think it's cool that we've had I think we've maybe ended up with a few more people that still do align with their religious beliefs than maybe we anticipated. Yeah, I feel like I thought we were going to have more people who were like me, who were like used to be religious and now you're not. And it's like, let's talk about <laughs> that. But I realized that yeah, that's not really so it's not a, it's not super interesting unless you still have some sort of like, yeah. I mean, I guess at some point we should have like an atheist on, but um, yeah, I'm just not super interested in like the atheist conversation. Yeah, I mean, I I am just to like, 
I don't know. Hear what that's that person you're has a, to say. That's because you're a good person, Daniel. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to be. I'm, I'm not. I'm trying to um, be. But, like, no, I think it's good for, like, I don't know. Obviously, even for the the folks that we have on that have kind of maybe, like, divorced themselves from the religion and kind of have their own spiritual path that they identify with. Like, those people obviously have all their own stories, but I think it's going to be way more interesting if it's not, like, some sort of echo chamber of that, too, of, like, people right. just being like, no, man, it has to be outside of, like, these these rigid religions. Sure, sure. Like, because it obviously can exist. Or just someone being to- like, it's not anything. I don't know. I am curious to sort of pick that person's brain of, like, okay, so, like, what what are you about, then? Not that you have to be about God, but like, what are you? What keeps you going at that? Yeah, point? and I think just what's interesting about that conversation is sort of like, I could imagine, you know, someone who's an atheist being like, you know, like, well, I still strive to be like a good person. And it's like, okay, well, what is that though? Why? If you why, have like, why a tendency to lean towards good? That in in and of itself is sort of just like really deep sort of like well i'll say it's deep for myself who knows there's probably a lot of people who are like you're a seventh grader who smoked weed for the first time but (laughs) um no it's like this is definitely not my first time smoking weed. i think this is very nice i think it's interesting that that tendency even for people who are like staunch and they're like i don't fucking believe in any of that metaphysical anything but they're still like but yeah i want to be like a good kind person I'm like, see, but that alone, that that tendency to lean towards the good and the true and the beautiful is, yeah. I mean, a lot of people have made the case that that's evidence for God over the years. And, and I don't know that it necessarily is, but it is something interesting to unpack. Sort of just like, why when you stand on top of a mountain in fucking Oregon in the summer when it's so green and lush and beautiful and you look out over the landscape and you think to yourself, holy shit, this is so beautiful. Why? Is it like an evolutionary thing? Like, because, you know, but it's just like, why? Why is it beautiful? Have you seen the Columbia River Gorge? <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, that was, that was an inside joke. That was uh, funny for like maybe two <laughs> people amazing. if we've ever mentioned this. But Have you seen- no, I hear what you're saying. I think that's like really nice though. Yeah. Or at least that we think that most people lean that way. I think most people at least want to lean that way. Yeah, and I think that's really nice. I, I think it's nice, too. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh, yeah, it's been about a week and a half since we last did this thing. How, how have you been? Uh, yeah, not bad, man. Just, uh, yeah, just hanging in, trying to just really maintain a positive attitude about things. I think I've had to, uh, it's like pretty intense here in Portland. Mm-hmm. And on on some fronts not like it's not intense uh, the city is not a war zone well, there are like well parts saturday there are, there, are, there are some blocks of the city yeah where things have been occurring and yeah this weekend here all the proud boys yeah, and and uh, far right folks decided to come out and they don't uh, you know protest. what no they don't get to get they are not folks they are something else. Yeah, Yo, they're just proud boys. You can't do it. You can't do it. You're going against the <laughs> the good word right now. Um, you're right. You're right. So 
yeah, they went out there and yeah, man, it's crazy. A lot of these people show up with guns and they came, dude, came I saw to a cause dude, a ruckus. I saw a dude yesterday, which was Sunday, uh, in plaid pantry who was wearing full military garb with a full like fucking belt with guns and shit. Like at first I was like, is this a fucking federal officer? And then I was I was looking at him and I was like, no, he's a fucking wannabe like street soldier. Holy shit, though. He had yeah, so man. much shit on. And I was like, damn. And then like, yeah, I saw his little crew outside and there was a bunch of like, there's a bunch of women in the car that were just sort of like smoking cigarettes. Like, it's like you just came to like watch your men like fuck shit up. Like, I don't know. It's just a very strange it's very strange. It's a weird... I think it's, like, pretty weird, like, to show up like this, to do this, but I think this is just, like, where it's at. This is how polarized... Right. This Obviously, these fucking, people think that they are doing... They are fighting for what they think. They are fighting for What they think is country. right, dude. What they think yeah. is right. Yeah. They, they think, think that, that these people in Portland that are protesting are, like, trying to tear down uh, something that's good and, like, turn this into some kind of weird fucking communist nation with no individual rights or some shit which is yeah. crazy because they're actually fighting for individual rights but yeah it's man weird. It's, it's super weird uh, it's pretty intense and i think it's really intense if your social media is is filled with it because you know so many people mm-hmm. that are like down there for sure filming and I think you, you like it makes you feel really close to it. And I like I don't know. I've had to like try to figure out I mean it's trying to find the balance yeah. of like I want to I don't wanna like completely block it out and pretend it's not happening because I think it's like really fucking like I think it's really gross and like I also do like really just don't like fuck with it like this Antifa shit either like the like the extreme like subcultures that exist on the protest side like i'm sure. i'm just like 100 percent in on like this black lives matter movement you know right. like i like and i like i want to if i'm gonna be out there like that's what i want to be out there for like i'm not i don't know man yeah I it's feel like you, man there's, I mean, a, there's even, just a lot of different yeah like, movements out there ideologically now. on on Instagram, you know, this is something that just through social media, it's been a part of my world now every day for the last almost three months. Yeah. Um, since, since they killed George Floyd. So, which I think is good. I mean, I've, I feel like I've, I've learned so much and like, you know, have the opportunity to participate in, in demonstrations and protests in Portland. And I think all that is, is awesome. And, and I, I stand for the movement as well, but I also think, I know we've talked about this before, but like I saw something on Instagram the other day that was like there was this thing that had been circulating around that was basically just like a little like self care graphic that was like, you know, be kind to yourself, like eat less meat, like walk more, like but just like little like things of like <clears throat> daily things that you should remind yourself that will like help you take care of your mind, body, spirit. And then some like I think it was actually Black Lives Matter Nashville reposted it and was like this is super racist and i was like this is super racist this is the problem like i do understand that like not everybody has the privilege of like centering self-care in their life because they're more in survival mode and we should absolutely recognize that but like come on you're telling people that you can't just like 
take care of yourself now that that's fucking racist to share ideas around taking care of yourself like yeah where are we where are we drawing the line here because like again i think that's like a conversation we can have but to me i just like immediately i'm like how far are you going to take this well yeah i think sometimes those are the maybe the conversations that end up being not the conversations themselves but bringing up the idea of it is like the things that are maybe sometimes damaging to the movement because that's when the people outside of the the movement and outside of those things kind of say like yo now this is getting like really ridiculous right you're saying this i'm less concerned with the idea itself and more with that what you're talking about of just like you're sort of distracting from (laughs) and i'm not a leader of this movement so like I really have no place to call anyone out on any of this. Yeah, I'm also dude. a white dude. So like, I don't fucking know what I'm talking about, Ooh. but it does. I just sort of like intrinsically like a gut feeling of like, I don't really, I'm not sure how this is helping. Cause it's, I want uh, fucking, I want justice for these people. And I want like m- either massive police reform or the fucking police completely abolished. Like I want those things and I want them yesterday. And like, yeah, I'm about that. So I Me just too. don't know how that like plays into this conversation. And it's like, this should be the thing that we are most focused on right now uh, as police are still like shooting fucking black people like as they walk away from them in the Oof. back. Like, there's, there's, there's so much shit to be upset about. So that's why it's tough. Yeah, you know? it's and, true. Like, I understand the fucking the anger and the outrage against it um but it's yeah it's it's such a wild time man and i don't know there are things that i think distract from from the movement and things like that i (laughs) saw recently that there was a there was some sort of portland film festival or like some portland theater was doing some sort of like social distancing showing of movies one of the movies that was in this lineup was uh kindergarten cop oh yeah i heard about this and like so this woman ends up writing like tweeting or like writing this blog or something about from portland that stating about how that it's ridiculous that they're showing that movie because it like perpetuates the school to prison pipeline Mm -hmm. it's just like what are we right <laughs> what i mean the i understand what that person about, is saying and i do think it's maybe a little bit tasteless to like do anything cop related right now that portrays cops in a good light because yes. we're trying to tear down that system but also have you lady have you seen kindergarten that's cop? what i'm saying is like this that's it's not basically sh- just it's just arnold schwarzenegger yo, being a fucking dipshit like it's not it's about not cops. a movie <laughs> that l- is like some propaganda film to promote <laughs> no, people to no, be police not. officers. It does not glorify police. Uh, like it's At all. just yeah, no. But that's the type of shit I think that like upsets the other side to say, "Yo, like where are we going with this?" Because at that point... Right, and it gives the other side a lot of fodder to just be like, "Look how ridiculous their movement is. They're banning kindergarten cop now." Right. You know? I just think yeah, everyone needs to just be like well, I, I'll speak for myself. I think that uh, I think that like a good amount of just being reasonable um, isn't is warranted. Yeah, I mean, this is deep on the tangent, but my whole point was that I'm just like trying to find 
the balance per usual of right. like I want to pay attention to this, but also seeing it through the eyes of social media or through that lens can be like really overwhelming sometimes. Sure. sure. And I am just uh yeah, just trying to disconnect from it a little bit or like finding finding time to like for some self-care shit. And sure. right now that means like yeah, I just really want to dive into this video game for a bit and like I don't I don't really want like I don't I don't need to keep all this going right now. I don't right. need to keep scrolling to through this Instagram feed. Affair every day. For sure. But also, yeah, like I just want to like continue to educate myself. So like when it's voting time, mm-hmm. you know, like I can like hopefully make some informed decisions because like, yeah, power to the people in the streets for sure. But also like the system that's in place is like, this is what it is. So right. like if you don't right. get like if you're not like paying attention to any of that, then you're not like doing good for like laws that are being passed right. and like people that are on trial or being like Yeah. Fucking. I mean you can want radical change for our government, which is desperately needed, while also recognizing what is actually possible. And right now what is possible is either Donald Trump or Joe Biden for president. Like yeah, which it, is at least like in that conversation, and like I, I definitely get a little bit frustrated with people being like, "Well, Biden and Kamala Harris or blah," blah and I'm like, "Yeah, they, I, of course, yeah, for sure, that can be true." And also, Trump is the fucking worst president we've ever had, ever. Period. Full stop. So like, y- you can't just be like, just don't vote or like vote for a third party. It's like no, 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 no. It's just it's not how it goes. Like it's just it it, right. it sucks. It does suck. But like, we have to like. I don't know. It's just a fucking bummer that like every time we do this, it's uh it's usually voting between the lesser of two evils. For sure. And like where when does that stop? Does it ever stop? How far back and forth right. is the pendulum gonna like fucking How much swing until, until it just AOC runs for president and fucking wins? You know? It's it's interesting. Um but yeah, I think we're in for a crazy last three, four months of this this presidency and like with the elections oh, coming fucking, i think i hope it's the last I three think, or four months of that presidency yeah Fuck, dude i don't think i can do another four years i think like you know that's when post pandemic i moved to canada <laughs> they're not letting you in there dude i said post pandemic when's that oh shit. so you're just like talking well, about t- <laughs> i guess yeah you're right it's yeah. 2025 which would be after trump's well, who knows? He might I mean, be dictator only, Trump forever yeah, until he dies. I mean, it's that or, like, you just got to hope that if he does get reelected, then the pandy goes on for, like, four months or four more years and you're just trapped in your house anyway and you don't have to deal with any anything on the outside, I guess. Yeah, it's just so much. None of it's great is what I'm saying. And it's kind of, like, fuck that we continue to be in this position, I think, of, mm-hmm. like, like, how, I don't know. We're deep. We're deep into the politics of this thing, but like, how is Joe Biden? I know the Democratic candidate. I know it's insane. <laughs> like, it's insane, especially when no there was one's like a smarter? Sanders and a Warren in that race, and then we end. We got fucking Joe Biden. Yeah, we're better off at the Rock <laughs> at this point, dude. I know. I know. Like, I don't. I don't know. It's just. It's all craziness and. What I'm trying to say is I'm, I'm trying to be positive. And, and sometimes for me that means like not scrolling through Instagram all day yeah. and just like 
realizing that like for for me right now like i'm just trying to like listen sure i've done a lot of like i think i think when all this started like i i'm like yeah 100 percent white silence is is fucking violence kind of thing and like spoke my piece i put a uh you know put some hours in and still am putting like a lot of time in i feel like to trying to like inform and educate myself about the real history of america like what what was left out of shit and 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 things of that nature but like right now it's just like yeah i'm just gonna be a little quieter listen see what's really happening Mm -hmm. see how to be effective and not just be like firing from the hip of of pure emotion and just being fucking pissed right because really it's just like gonna come back to just being good people to your neighbors and shit right that's what it's really all gonna come back to back to the fucking golden rule yeah so that's where it's at on my side right now seeking positivity and i feel like i'm like being somewhat successful in that and uh but I'm, I want to hear about this fucking, this little camping trip that you went out on. Yeah. I know you went on like this solo retreat. Yeah. So let's, let's, well, let's for hear some, about for it. For some context for the listeners. Um, so it's been about a year since uh, Brother Not Brother sort of like, I guess like temporarily disbanded and then the pandemic hit and like, you know, I just haven't been doing a whole lot of music. I released a... I released a solo EP back in March, literally the weekend that the pandemic hit. So that was great timing. And um, crazy. I just haven't been, I just haven't really been playing much though. Like music has been such a huge part of my life. I can't believe it's been that long already. I know. Since the band disbanded. <laughs> I like, know. It's crazy. October, early October was the, uh, was when that happened. We played our last show, like the first week of October. So, yeah, I mean, music and songwriting and all that has just been, like, such a huge part of my my life and my, I think, my spiritual well-being. And I just have not been doing it recently. And not only have I not been doing it, but, like, I just haven't even, like, had a desire to do it. So I sort of was like, all right, I should try to, like, I should just fan the flames a little bit or even just, like, put a fucking, you know, light a match. Like, I don't even have a flame right now. I need to light a match. So I rented out... Um, on the coast in Washington, I rented out a 1950s like Ford RV that had been converted into an analog recording studio and had a bunch of like fun little gear in it and it has a little piano and like some cool old mics. And yeah, I just went out there with like my acoustic guitar, my electric guitar that had like some cool little vintage amps in there. And I was, yeah, I rented it out for, you know, three day, three or four days and was like, I'm just going to... I'm just going to like see what happens. And I was trying really hard to be like, Hey, this is like a no pressure situation. Like I know, but at the same time feeling like an immense amount of pressure to like produce something meaningful or whatever, (sighs) or just like to get the fire going again, you know, at least that. Um, and so like day one and day two were great. Um, I feel like I was, you know, I was really in it. I was like very focused on just like, the recording and whatever um honestly because i haven't really been playing guitar much recently like my fingers like gave out on me fairly like my fingertips specifically gave out on me pretty quick oh man and like to the point where i was like okay like they're get they hurt like bad so i like i remember like hitting a point on tuesday where i was like no more guitar today 
and uh and i was just like fucking around on the piano or whatever um and then wednesday hit though and you know i was reading a lot of stuff i was reading this this graphic novel called unflattening which is really great and i highly recommend that put it on the bible's but reading <laughs> bible buds reading list um and i was reading a lot of like hermetic texts and doing a lot of like hermetic research which was sort of random but it just was happening and for I, for the idiots like myself what are, what are you talking about so Hermetic? hermeticism is basically like an ancient it's an ancient religion that started I think of, or like the Hermetic texts were written around the same time that Jesus was around, but I think it goes back, like it goes all the way back to like Zoroastrianism. It's basically okay. just like a belief system that states that like all religions are pointing to the same thing. And Hermeticism itself is definitely the foundation of like, uh, like ancient Egyptian mystery schools and like uh, Freemasonry and like all that <laughs> shit is like based on You're Hermeticism. You're fucking around with that Freemasonry. Yeah, I'm going to be a Freemason. I'll be a Freemason. When this pandemic ends, I am joining the Lodge. For sure. That's what you told me last time. I 100% going to join the like, Lodge. I really want to get in. I fuck with it. Um, <laughs> so anyways, I was like going deep on that shit and yeah, reading on Flattening, which is a very like sort of mind-bending uh, graphic novel. Um, and it's very good at like sort of tearing down existing structures. Anyways, I feel like on Wednesday, so I got there Monday, uh, by Wednesday, at some point midday, it's like I tripped and fell into a black hole and I just all, it was like I was on mushrooms or on some kind of like crazy psychedelic experience, but I was not, I had not smoked any weed. I was just like chilling, but I was at the beach. Like I had just finished reading this book and was walking around and like, I started to have a real like crisis of identity where I was like getting, getting real hard on myself in terms of like, man, like all you've ever wanted in your life is to be like a, not even a successful musician, but just like a good musician, like a good songwriter that creates things that you're proud of. I'm like, have you even done that? And like, you're almost 30. And most of the people that you look up to by this point in their life had already produced their best works of art. <laughs> and I just like sort of like started falling down this rabbit hole deeper and deeper and deeper until I got to a point where I was just like, who am I without the identity of musician and songwriter? Like, do I still think, do I can still consider my life to have value without that, like, um, yeah, without that label? The thing that you've invested all your time into? Right. So I'm just like, who am I if I strip that away? Like, what if I never write a good song again? What if? Who am I without that? And I just, like, kept going deeper and deeper into, like, that notion of, like, who, like, who am I if I'm just the void? Who am I if I'm just the, if, like, if I'm a room and I've been telling myself that I'm all the things that I put in the room, who am I if I'm just the space of the room? And I just, like, I spiraled so deep into that that I really, like... I sort of lost it. Like I all, I had like a mini psychotic break almost. Um, 
and Wednesday was just sort of like, yeah, I just spiraled down that, and then I like binge watched the Michael Jordan documentary series, which Ooh. is fucking great. If you haven't seen The Last Dance, put it on the Bible Buds watch list. I don't know, man. I love sports documentaries. Or and obviously, that's right up our alley. We were kids when the Bulls made their their second run yeah, in the late nineties, for you know? sure. So um, yeah, yeah that, shit. that shit's incredible. Uh, yeah, so I watched that, but I, w- I was, like, barely even processing it. I mean, I was just a distraction to try to distract myself from, like... And Wednesday, I did almost nothing music-related. I just, like, couldn't. Um, and I was being very hard on myself about that, too. Because that Thursday is the and day you Thursday, home, right? Thursday, I left. I left Thursday morning. I woke up Thursday morning, had some breakfast, packed up, and was out by, like, 10 a.m. So... But what's interesting about that whole experience, I mean, I think there's a lot going on in my life right now, right? I'm transitioning between a lot of things. I'm starting a new job at the end of the month. I've been unemployed for all of August. Um, You know, like uh, people have, Hugh moved out of my house. Christina's moving out uh, in October. Like there's a lot of little transitions happening. Your day to day is about to change a lot. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. The band is no longer doing stuff. Like I'm no longer playing music live. Like there's just like a lot of, a lot of new things. So I think that attributed to it but there is the mystical side of me that's sort of like um people always refer to that area where southwester is uh which is where i went um they refer to it as a thin zone or i guess like the natives used to refer to it as a thin zone meaning like the veil between our dimension and other dimensions is very thin and i feel like i slipped through the veil on accident and then got stuck in the other dimension for a little bit and it it was like really great, but it was fuck like a lot of psychedelic trips. It was fucking scary while I yeah, was in man. it. And then I feel like when I physically left that place, like by the time I got to Astoria, which is like thirty minutes away, I felt so much better and so much like more grounded. But I felt mm. for a moment there on Wednesday, I became fully untethered and was sort of just like out in the middle of the fucking ocean, you know, spiritually speaking, and feeling very just like I don't understand who yeah i'm like scared to redefine myself outside of the existing structures that i've built in my mind yeah um but i know that i like need to because uh if i don't then i'm just gonna get trapped in them so it was a good trip it was a good trip Uh, i learned a lot and you know what when i came back like you know, you came over a, about an hour ago, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, working on a new song. It's been a long time since I've been, like, working on a new song that I'm, like, stoked about. And, um, yeah, I think that, like, yeah, in some weird way, even though it was a f- fucking wild ride, I was able to sort of light my artistic flame again. Um, but, yeah, I think I also need to, like, sort of redefine... And just be like really honest with myself about where I'm at with music. Because I think for so long I sort of told myself, especially in Brother Not Brother, I was always like, well, I don't like, I don't care what happens, you know, like I just want to play <laughs> the music. I just play the music and yeah. write the music because it makes me feel good and whatever. And I'm like, well, if I'm being honest with myself, of course I fucking cared what happened. Of course I wanted the band to be successful. Like, of course I would have been stoked if like we'd become like, you know, like really like expanded into like a a nationally recognized band or whatever. Like, of course I wanted that. And I think that my, uh, denial and inability to like recognize that and synthesize that and like work through that 
sort of has hindered me in a way. And now that's something I need to like reckon with and um, just accept that like, yeah, I did want that so bad and still do. And like, I'm probably never going to have it. And so like, instead of just denying that, like I want it, I have to like integrate it in some way. Mm. Um, and yeah, just accept, accept <laughs> that it's not going to happen. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a, just like everything. It's like another thing you have to like find the balance with. Cause there is like, I think sometimes that can be really healthy too, to approach something like that where you, where you're not, expecting anything out of it right that's a nice place to be because it relieves a lot of the pressure of just creating and i think that helps and gets yourself out of your own way i mean but like if you're on the like way opposite end of it just saying like well i don't care (laughs) like i don't need anything to happen out of this like that can also be like damaging in some way I'm, i'm sure for sure. There's a weird balance. And I think that so much of life is like that where it's like you want to be let's let's even take art out of it and just like how we interact with people. It's like you want to be like loved for who you authentically are, but you are scared to show your authentic self at the same time. Yeah. And there's a weird like freedom around presenting yourself authentically when you actually don't care same thing with music like or with songwriting like to write an authentic song like you can't try to write an authentic song it just has to be and you can't just you can't try to be your authentic self you just have to be your authentic self and so yeah it's this weird sort of catch-22 i'm still figuring it out yeah i don't know even when with this like doing this i just want to do this because it's fun you know it's great because of that but also i want it to get better so that more people want to listen you know like i do want it to grow as well because i think hopefully like yeah that would be obviously very cool. Yeah, someone asked me recently, how much money do you make off that podcast? And I just <laughs> laughed so hard. I was like, what? How much money do you lose off of that right. podcast? Yeah. Not a lot, but a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's cool, man. I think it's like, uh, when you when you get into those spaces, like those spaces where the veil is left, like lifted a little bit, and you're like talking about, you know, being on the other side of that thin layer, I think it's, it's scary to like want to lean into like what those voices are telling you. Right. But if you do, like I think that there's, yeah, there's usually something, there. something pretty, pretty deep there. So yeah, it was nice. It was nice when I came over and saw you through the window that you were playing your guitar because it's like, it's kind of this, I feel like, most of our friendship it's like very common to like see you with with a guitar in your hands or like for that to just like be a very common scene for me to like roll up and you are like working on music so it's like yeah it's nice that the fire seems to uh like showing itself a little bit you know well thank you but also like i think that's also dope that you're like kind of trying to explore of like yeah what is my identity outside of this you know right because i think that i I relieve some of this pressure that i've built up well i've i mean i've done the same for myself too and 
a while back I was talking to my friend Sean about it and he, he like refers to it as like constantly kind of got to be doing like this inventory of yourself, you know, and like what's important to you and like, what is all this shit in the room? Yeah. Yeah. And checking in with that and like seeing. Yeah. And why is it here? Why did I put it here? Yeah. Does it serve me? I mean, I kind of do. Yeah. I, I try to think about that stuff doing all this podcast shit for so long now or like, it's like, what if I just stop doing this? Like, I think I'm going to be fine if I just stop doing it. I don't think I want to stop doing it. Right. So that is what is preventing me at this point is like, it's like, all right, cool. Then like, I've done that inventory. Like I still really like doing this and that's why I continue to try to like produce shit like this. It's important to me. Right. It's the way I've, I've learned to process the world in some ways. Yeah, it's, you gotta, the, it's like, you got to find the thing under the thing of like, yeah. why, why do you do it? Because a conversation, a three hour conversation with a stranger, your friend from college last week, like changed my lens on life. You know, that's why I do it. Like, right. cause that shit was important. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. And if you don't, like, show up for the thing, then those things don't happen. Like, shit doesn't unfold. Like, shit doesn't unfold. Like, you and I don't meet if, like, you and I don't, like, even though, like, you know, you say with, like, brother not brother slash hammerhead uh, for the OGs. Like, like, even though that maybe you, like, approached it in some way of not, like, wanting, like, not caring or conveying like, oh, I don't care what happens like with this band. Like you still like pursued the thing. Right. And like your life is like unfolded differently because you have done it. Like, like, yeah. Like I don't think we, you and I ever meet if sure. like we didn't both like individually like pursue, pursue shit that we things. wanted to do. Yeah. I think it's just a matter of sort of like teasing out. Cause that's a great point of just like, just doing it is going to open up fucking doors and roads and whatever, like of life to you opportunities, people that you're going to meet. So it has value in that alone. But I think it's sort of like untangling this sort of like, uh, like capitalistic hegemonic societal, like underpinnings where like, if, if you're in a band, like society is basically like, well, you're in a band to like make it. Yeah, and if you step outside of that structure, you're like, no, I'm in a, I am in a band because like, I love playing music and I want to share it with people. And that's the like, it's yeah, that's a very simplified version, but that is like sort of the key difference. And when you're focused on the latter, I think that like, yeah, I don't know. I think that's when it does sort of open up uh, a lot of interesting opportunities for you. For sure, you're just like tapping into that authenticity. Hopefully, yeah, it's just hard too. not to get ta- if you've been doing something for a long time and you're not really making money off of it, and you're an adult. It's hard not to get tapped by society at some point where you're like, "Why am I doing this?" Yeah, I don't know. I just try to like do it with as much pride as possible at this point. Yeah. And it's just like when people like ask me if I'm still doing it, it's like, yeah, I am still doing it. There's 230 of these fucking episodes. And then there's another 26 of these fucking Bible buds episodes. Yeah. Too. It's just like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, Fuck there's, em. it's not just one now, actually. I doubled down <laughs> in some way. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. 
it's fucking just lean into the thing just keep absolutely and i think like it, it will like will continue to change too because you like hopefully continue to like find even what's important within those things and like you don't like pay attention so much to the to like the noise of right like, trying to uh you know trying to get if you're in a band trying to get on those hip shows you know right it's just like that shit will just come like if if it's right like you don't have to i don't know you have to figure out how to play the game in some ways that's right. not like gross right you got to you got to we all want to be authentic but you have to stop wanting to be authentic in order to be authentic for sure you can't appease everybody and like yeah it's not important that everybody everybody likes you i mean you should be kind to people it's also not possible yeah absolutely you could be the the coolest like most spiritually awake motherfucker on this planet there are still going to be proud boys knocking at your door <laughs> that sounded did, like a threat yeah how did we get here i don't know man <laughs> it's just so it's nice in the backyard right now yeah, we're just no, ha- we're hanging it's so if good. anyone has made it this far if anybody's Thank made you. it it's probably been like 12 minutes it just feels <laughs> like fucking two hours because no dude it's been almost an, i think it's been almost an hour um but that's uh that's good man i think those solo those solo trips so important too yeah i think it's it can be also another like scary thing to even you know set aside three or four days for yourself but yeah it's interesting i found that the solo adventures you uh helps you get to know yourself a little bit better you we get so caught up in this fucking life we live like sometimes we forget that we we take for granted and think that we really know ourselves but it takes a little bit of stillness stillness and silence and like not interacting with people for a little while before things start to bubble up in my experience yeah yeah i've found those even those solo hikes dude you oh, go yeah. on a hike by yourself and you just kind of gotta be still with yourself important things figuring out how to fucking fall asleep at night with no noise yeah oh i fall asleep in the silence every night so yeah <clears throat> that's something i changed how, yeah, whatever. I, I changed learn. it in high school. I used to fall asleep to the TV every night. Damn, and that's then, early. Like, after high school, I mean, uh, in college, I was like, you know, I had roommates and shit. So then it was silence. It took me, a, as a 30-year-old man, had to learn how to do that. Yeah, it can be daunting, for sure. The key is you just take so much melatonin <laughs> that, like, you don't stand a chance. You do so many indigo weed edibles. <laughs> Dude, I've had a fucking panic attack near like break the other night. I, I accidentally went too deep on some of this Rick Simpson oil. Okay. Do you know what this Rick Simpson oil no, is? No, I do not. It's like, I don't know. It's the shit that like Tommy Chong used to like cure his cancer and shit. So it's just a very highly concentrated oil. Okay. It's like. 80 to 90 percent thc it comes in a syringe so it looks like you're a fucking drug addict but it's oil and you just do like a little dot of it okay and it'll get you like a pretty good pretty good little buzz i like it it's like pretty active i feel like it's uh especially if you find a a good 
a good dose for yourself where there's not some uh like come up come down experience where you're getting like sure. tired from a come down but uh yeah so i tried some of this shit that i had never had before and i did the classic fucking oh this didn't kick in yet move oh no yeah oh no <laughs> yeah so oh, i would know yeah so like i don't know 9 30 p.m i do this first this first dab and i feel i feel it a little bit and i was just like oh that was cool like that's what this is huh like sweet i can handle that so then i do two more I don't do one more. You triple down? I do two more. Come on. Okay. What are we doing? And this is like now maybe 1130. And then (laughs) I go to bed and probably eat another like, like a little indigo gummy that I usually like gnaw on for bed. So I like put another 10, 10 to 15 in the tank on top of these two dots that have not picked, like kicked in yet. And <laughs> I fall asleep for a little bit, and then yeah, it woke from you like up. One violently four in the morning, <laughs> and I'm just like, I like get up to go to the bathroom at some point. And I'm just like so slow, and then like tripping out on the lights, and I'm like getting get back in bed, and I'm just like laying wide awake trying to do some breathing. I'm like thinking about crazy shit i'm like in the i'm i'm in the place where you get sometimes on on psychedelics where you ask yourself is this just life now like is this just how i am i'm just like this now (laughs) like i'm i'm like having a classic that's what happened to me at the coast without drugs i was like am i just like am i just like stuck like this now is this who i am now so i'm just like having this classic fucking weed edible trip and i finally just like ruby's just like are you okay and i was just like um it's pretty intense (laughs) this all (laughs) crept up on me all falling apart right now she's just like yeah i could tell and i'm just like yeah uh, but it was nice just like you know, saying it out loud to if you're in the presence of others is like usually like pretty helpful. Right. But it like, was like another fucking hour or two of me really deep into this thing. Which and feels like probably I don't know. Oh dude, and hours? like I would fall asleep for a bit and then wake up just hysterically laughing. Oh, luckily, luckily, like, yeah, Ruby was real cool about it because she could have been like very irritated at this point of just like Yo, you are so blasted. You're it's like four in the morning and you're just like laughing at yourself right now. <laughs> yeah. But she was just like luckily found it like also like a little bit cute and adorable. Right. And knew that I obviously did that's, not do this I mean, on purpose. If you're just like chilling and your partner wakes up laughing, that's pretty cute. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, if I've continuously like kept you awake throughout the night (laughs) because like I'm losing my shit a little bit, (laughs) I could also be irritating if you're trying to get good sleep before work. Yeah. Um. But yeah, dude, I had not experienced that in a long time. So, and I even woke up like the next morning. Still, this is maybe like eight to ten hours. I'm like getting ready for work, and I'm just like. 
yeah, I'm still like a little blasted. Like I'm fine. I did have a moment a couple hours before that where I was just like, am I going to have to call out of work for like a mental crisis right now? And I'm just like, no, I can't be that person. I'm not going to be that person. Like, don't let the, do the drugs. Don't let the drugs do you fucking get yourself to work and fucking get it together, dude. And I did. And it was fine. It was a fine day. And yeah, it was just, it was just interesting. Be be careful out there, Daniel. You know, be careful. Also, like you That's said, reckless with the hey, edibles. That's reckless. I didn't know, dude. Like That's I, reckless. I thought, I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. I learned a lesson that night, and I'm still learning how this Rick, this particular strain of Rick Simpson oil works. And, um, but it's interesting that you say that you know you kind of like experience that with with no drugs induced, no weed, uh, no weed edibles, no weed oil. No fucking snake oil to get you there. It's just like, and I, it's interesting because I had a, um, I've, I've had a few of these deep, her, like, you know, four, four grams of mushrooms trips out into the woods with, with different people. And one of the, one of those people is our, our friend Trent. And I just remember like, just asking him like, during this trip where i'm like deep into it and i'm just like like i think i'm just tripping and he's just like he's you know like calm as could be just fucking shamanistic fucking voice is just like that's what i'm trying to say dude we're always tripping like life's a trip (laughs) it's just like yeah you you can just have this happen like it's not necessarily for sure you know induced chemically all the time and yeah. I think sometimes even when you are like experiencing that like on weed or psychedelics even like you are kind of like having to come like into check with yourself about something a lot of the time. Yeah. You know, and that's For where sure. like a lot of that like that's why people paranoia have a bad is and it's just like, yo, like I just had to like let go and fucking breathe it out and it was fine. It, it's always fine. That's the thing, too. It's just like, yo, you've been here before. It's going to be right. fucking fine, dude. Like, When I think it can be really hard to take, a, to take a serious look at how strongly you are holding on to something. You know? Not just like holding a firm belief, but belief, but the fact that like that belief is so tied to your sense of self and identity and... Yeah, it's just so deeply interwoven into who you are as a person and and why you matter to the world or whatever. Um, that I think when you see that, when you step outside of it for a second and you see like how deep it goes, you're like, oh shit! Seems like an impossible thing to to let go of, you know. But we've talked about this before on this podcast. How like maybe enlightenment is like. It's less about acquiring knowledge and more about letting it go. Yeah. It's about becoming the empty room. But that's <laughs> terrifying. If I look at my living room right now, I'm like, it's beautiful. And I have fucking record player and a TV and all these records. Like, there's so much to do in here. And it's like, no, but the empty room is, yeah, and just that as a metaphor. I'm like, I don't want to empty it out. Like, yeah, I want those things. For sure. I think about that sometimes about my records, like, if shit catches on fire and those records burn up, like what's going to happen? It's yeah. like nothing, dude. 
it's going to be fine. It's going to suck for a bit. I'm going to be bummed that I lost some fucking rare collectibles. And then I'm like may or may never buy records again because I'm just like have too much PTSD from losing <laughs> this thing. But like either way, it's going to be fine. It's going to be all right on the other side. Yeah, for sure. I just had this sort of epiphany that I imagine I've had before, but I, I it really snapped clear for me that when Jesus talks about, um, like, or there's a story where this like rich guy comes to Jesus and he's like, I want to follow you. What do I need to do? Yeah. 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 Jesus is like, you gotta give away all your stuff. And Jesus is like, well, it's too hard. I love my stuff. Yeah. So he doesn't do it. Um, but I'm realizing now that like what Jesus is talking about, it's not like, I mean, it is your physical things too. That's sort of, I guess the last step, but it's more like, yeah, give up your, give up your like notions of things, you know, like give up your, give up your self, self, uh, sense of identity and like, see what it's like to just be sort of like, yeah. And then at that point, like you would have no need for things. Hmm. I don't know if that's a space that you can like operate on, you know, all the time or, or how that really works. But like, you know, you still got to, I guess, believe that you're like a person that exists in the world. If you're going to like communicate with other people, like you, you can't take well, it. It's too so deep, fucking weird because like there's all these different spaces of this day and age that you can exist in. Like you can just fuck off from everybody if you want like if you can create something right. self-sustaining for yourself or if you're like comfortable living under like some more primal some like yeah you like know maybe you have constructs. a well to get your water some shit like yeah man there's some you know some ancient tribes that are still existing out there living without fucking running water like some people are just living without running water you know mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's interesting because like i don't think this world is even like framed for them i don't even know if they like they probably don't give a fuck about any of this because it's not part of their existence right well they're yeah that's what i'm saying it's like they have a much a much emptier cleaner room yeah. they marie kondo the shit out of their minds and now they didn't even have to because they never they never cluttered it up with shit right Dude, our entire days are spent fucking just with, like, Instagram alone and just digesting stories and, like, entire people's feeds and all this stuff, all this information out there. And it's just, like, it's good. It's good. But also, is it? Is it helping you? Is it's, it serving? I don't know. Yeah. It fucks I, with me. I got to imagine that most of that attributes to the mental health crisis that we have like in the world at this point yeah, people like, lose sight of what's really important because there's just so much noise yeah but it's also like this is also very cool and like let's lean into the next fucking right. stage of life but also what right. if this is our this is our world like i think <clears> there's <throat> there's those sort of interesting like opposing sides of like in i guess what i would consider enlightenment when i feel like one side of it is like letting it all go right and just, yeah, becoming the empty room. And then the other side of it is, like, also just accepting the fact that, like, you are you are here. Like, you are here. So, yeah, you could sit silently up in the mountain forever if that's what you want to do for your whole life. Yeah. But if you want to, like, engage with the world that you live in, like, that's also okay, too. 
Yeah, it's interesting. You know? And like you sort of just being deeply human is like is the only way to attain enlightenment as well. You have to like exp- you have to feel things and experience like so enlightenment isn't just like being blissfully happy all the time. It's like no. it's a much deeper awareness of everything. So yeah, I just think it's interesting that it's sort of like become nothing and become everything at the same time. And that's like the pinnacle of like, you know, reaching like nirvana or whatever. But by becoming everything, like you also, yeah, you open yourself up to quite a bit. Like maybe taking too many edibles. <laughs> Waking yourself up by laughing hysterically. In yeah. The the night, you know, for that's sure. A, that's an experience. <laughs> and that is an experience. <laughs> it was definitely out of the ordinary. But it also, like, let me know, like, yo, you're not, I think with, with edibles and this is, I'll just speak for myself because, like, I've never really, I've never done any hard drugs. I've only experimented with weed and psychedelics. Right. So I think sometimes when you get comfortable in those spaces, you want to, you want to go deeper. Right? Like once you get comfortable with each you're like, okay, I started with ten ten milligrams of edibles and now I've gotten myself to twenty five and now I can exist here and now I've gotten myself to fucking fifty and now to a hundred and then all of a sudden you're fucking around with like three hundred milligrams of, of like weed edibles. You're in that you're in that fucking like that Joey Diaz world where like you, you can just handle anything and but then one time it, it fucking puts you in check because right. you're like, oh, no, I'm the king of this. And it's just like, no, motherfucker. Like sometimes you don't run anything. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> sometimes there's a variable. And I don't know if it's that fucking turkey sandwich that you had before this, but it accelerated everything. And I don't know if you remember that you ate that mango, all the, those the, that fucking entire container of mango and mango accelerates everything. <laughs> right, and right. like you're about to experience this 10 times and like. Sometimes you need that to like let you know. For sure. Hey man, like take it Damn. easy. You don't need to push the limits today. And that's like you don't need to test God today. For sure. You know that For that's sure. that's what that is, dude. Yeah. Like it's reality clapping you, back. Don't put your faith to the test for unnecessary reasons. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're flying a little too close to the sun right hey, now. But also if you do, let go and let God. <laughs> <laughs> there you go oh my god let go and let god i can't believe that's a saying i think it's really like it it is ridiculous that it's a saying but it's like so fucking true like it's one of those dumb things like like god is love it's like a very simple thing right that is like for the most part it's sort of an amazing saying even just like linguistically the fact that it's like two things only one letter apart and like yeah let go and let god It's great, but it's also just like, yeah, it's, I don't know. Yo, it's cheesy as fuck, depending upon, like, what God means to you, I think. Right, right. Because, like, I try to, I don't know. It's cheesy, but I try to remember that shit sometimes of just, like, yo, just, like, let this shit play out, man. Yeah, what's the, let's unpack this. What's the, like, um, what's the, like, deepest understanding you can come of of let go and let god i mean for me it's like easily so much of my own anxiety and like what i observe in like others too is just like how much anxiety 
do you put upon yourself speculating about shit that's not happening and like thinking that you know that someone is like thinking this about you or like putting all of this shit out there that is like not even real right so like i think sometimes it's just like as simple as that if like i'm like if you have to it's the patience thing let go let god is patience like it's it's fucking you know when you have to wait that fucking five days after you had that last interview to know if you got this job yeah it's just like you can stress about it or you you can can just just be like fuck it man like i either got it or i did it how about this how about this let go and accept what is yeah pretty much you know that's it or what it's going to be even it's not even just what is it's what's going to be because like there's this man we're gonna what's going to be will just become what is if we ever get into this, this axe chat, is. which I don't even know if that's going to happen for this it's, time. I don't think it will because but, <laughs> we're we're over an hour into this. But thing, like, so. I think it's just like, I meant I, I want to talk a little bit about that dark series that you turned me on to. Oh, because that, like that, that shit is also just about like the unfolding of life. Like it's going to unfold how it's going to unfold, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like you can't change everything. So it's, or anything sometimes. Right. So it's like, just fucking, yeah, let it be. The Beatles said it. It's all been said before, Daryl. Let it be. <laughs> let it be, but also do a lot. Like, why is yeah. life full of so many of these, like, <laughs> fucking weird dualistic notions? Because you can't just sit <laughs> there either. In case anyone is wondering, Daniel and I have both smoked joints, and, and I, fucking... this conversation is crazy right now. But I'm also <laughs> loving it, so we're just going to keep going. <laughs> These fucking dualistic notions of like, let it like be nothing and be everything. Let it all go and then like embrace everything all at the same time. Like, it's madness. Except, except what is and then also like, go after know, everything. Go after everything. <laughs> yeah. Try to change, ev- don't change anything, but change you your life. But try to change everything about yourself though <laughs> yeah. at the same time. And like, it let is. those two things just like run into like an infinite coexist fucking somehow. perpetual whatever. That's oh all it gosh. is. You got to find the middle of that shit and how to make it's it a work. a balancing act. Dr. Seuss said that. Life's a balancing act. Because, yeah, money isn't happiness, but, like, success seems to be to some degree. It's, like, whatever your measurements of success, and if you're not, right. like, meeting your own measurements of that shit, then, like, you ain't shit. Like, yeah, and I feel like it's really important to, like, you gotta you gotta remove success from the things that are just like pieces of furniture in your room. Success has to be something much deeper to you. Like, you know, are you a good person to be around? Yeah, dude, good relationships. You know? Do you yeah. How are you how do you affect the people around you and the lives around you? Not like how much how much stuff have you got? How dope is your, like, career? I mean, mm, you know, I, I'm not trying to discourage people from, like, l- having a materially successful life either. Because, like, I have lots of stuff and I like stuff. Yeah. And I have lots too. of nice stuff. So, mm. like, I'm not, I'm no one to talk. But I just think that, like, that's part of the crisis I had out at the, at the coast was sort of recognizing, like, oh, I've been telling myself, like, I've been telling myself intellectually that I am in a place where, like, success to me was not success with music. Like, I'm telling myself I had separated them. And then I'm reckoning with the fact that, like, no, you hadn't. You were just telling yourself that. Mm. But your bo- what's in your body, what you actually feel, 
is that's what success is to you. So now you got to define, redefine who you are outside of that. Cause that's definitely not going to work for you to like carry, you know? Hmm. It's heavy shit, man. Yeah. There's depth. It's deep waters. Let go and let God, baby. You got to fucking do it, dude. You got to do it. It's interesting. I'm pretty stoked, dude. My fucking um, starting this podcast when we when we talked about guests earlier, like I've just always wanted to have my grandma on something like this because I feel like she's like definitely a big reason I'm doing it. She's just mm-hmm. like this person I identify like spiritually with, really heavy, and just have this weird connection with. But uh, I asked her to do this like a couple weeks ago, and she was just like telling me that she was not in the right spot spiritually, which was like kind of like alarming to me in some way not alarming actually i think alarming is a a really the wrong word maybe even found some comfort in it okay right knowing that she's like this is like the the person that i know that is like as well very close to god all the time in some way you know Mm -hmm. but like knowing that like she also struggles is like it's like oh cool like this woman who i think is like a very pure form of love to me for sure also struggles but she was just like i feel like i'm not like in a good spot to do it but she i talked to her on the phone the other day and she just got back from this this retreat and she's just fucking ecstatic and she's just like i'm ready to do the thing i figured it out i and like and she's just like telling me about you know messing things up and doing it over again and that's like kind of like the whole game and how the line gets moved but anyways i'm stoked she's like ready to fucking do it so like i think in the in the upcoming weeks we're gonna we're gonna have grandma winnie on this fucking podcast and it's gonna it's gonna set a fire in all of our hearts i'm so looking forward to that um i think it's like it's interesting you talking about like someone who you feel like is so like spiritually awake or connected to god or whatever also having moments of struggle and I feel like something I like came to realize last week as well was just like a re- a re-remembering, a refinding of the of the notion that like yeah, like being spiritually awake does not just mean happiness all the time. Like no. you're still gonna suffer and struggle because that's feel. part of that's part of the game. And what a shame if you didn't. Like, but it's a good reminder, like you know, to like see someone who is really like on it also have moments where yeah they're just like feeling it really heavy right now yeah it's a good album title what if it what a shame if you didn't <laughs> what a shame if you did it <laughs> what feeling it really heavy right now what's the what's the album title what a shame if you didn't what a shame if you didn't what Maybe a shame just if a you song didn't. an ep <laughs> what a, a single you, with a b-side what a shame if you did because you're supposed to do nothing Oh man! It's a two-part series. What a shame if you did. What a shame if you didn't. <laughs> two songs, back to back. It's an A to B record. It's coming out six months. Count on it. I feel like this podcast is only going to have an A side where we never talk about the Bible. It's going to be the first I one. I feel like I feel like we've given up on that. <laughs> we've had some. We've had some good tangents though. But yeah, I mean, we don't have. I frame everything with the Bible now, though. It's great. Everything I know about it has been it fucking right into my life when i when i have conversations with people i'm just like this is just you know this is just like jesus (laughs) 
<laughs> like you realize Moses did that before, right? Yeah, dude, it's it's fucking wild. It's funny how how much of it has like become a part of my vocabulary in a hmm. in a positive way though. Like just going for like with the core teachings, you know, not buying can in you think of, to any of this hoopla. I still Can you think of like a specific mm. example of uh yeah, of it like creeping into your to your life or a conversation you were having? Oh, I don't I think like we've talked a little about it a lot on the podcast of of Jesus being like the protester in the streets or mm-hmm. maybe not even the protester in the streets but the person who is like maybe alienated for their ideas you know and being the one like speaking up against stuff that the others are like scared to hear about right you know um so even thinking about that, it was just like free thought, like Jesus being like the, f- the free thought person. You yeah, know? going against the pharisaical thinking, as Jacob would say. Yeah, dude, there's uh, the Pharisees, are, they're real, they're out there. Yeah, man. Um, but also, like we've talked about, it's like important to like view yourself as the Pharisee sometimes, because sometimes you are. Right. It's part of the trip. And like, yeah, just try to try to look at it from that lens as well um yeah i just think the teachings those teachings dude they're like they're just a part of life right there's nothing religious about them like people have made them like right religious it's so clear to me with as with jesus's teachings now for for sure and even like reading uh other parts of the bible i just feel like i get something so different out of them because i feel like the other parts of the Bible does, it feels like a religious text. It yeah. is. But Jesus is like words specifically do not feel like religious texts. They feel like, yeah, it's like it's any, it's any spiritual teacher. It's the Buddha. It's whatever. It's just like, it's deep. Uh, yeah. Enlightened concepts. Yeah. I think I'm still like very much enjoying this space of not identifying with anything like religiously on the religion side, you know, of, of being like, yeah, obviously like you've talked about like your lens is still like through Jesus or like through that Christian lens. But like, I think I'm still cool without aligning with it. Um, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what like the future holds or something, you know, like, do you think, do you think you're forever like, not gonna Consider show up to religious? a church or something no and i've been, i've gone to church since i uh especially like with my parents and stuff like i've gone to church since i decided i wasn't a christian i just think that like i could see myself going to anything i want in fact i want to go to like a temple and i want go. to go to a mosque we gotta go you know like i want those experiences i just think religion for me was something like i had to take out of my room because it was too big. Nice. It was too big. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't fit with this other shit. It was way too big. It's just like having, you know, you have like a small bedroom and you have a twin bed and then you just have this giant like wardrobe that just takes mm. up like a third of the room. And I was like, yeah, this has to go. I don't have space for this anymore. And I just don't ever see myself having space for that. Again, and I think for some people, they integrate it in a way where it takes up no space in the room and it clears out a bunch of other shit. Whoa. You know? <laughs> but for me, it just takes up space in my room. 
So I can't, at least right now, I can't have it. I can't have it. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe one day I will flip and I'll become the other side, one of these people who knows how to use religion effectively in their life to clear the clutter of the mind. But I don't think that I'm that person yet. If we have a Bible Buds book, it should be called, like, What's in Your Room? Or something <laughs> like... Clean your room! <laughs> now we're just fucking... That's like a Jordan Peterson thing. Make your bed and clean your room. Stand up straight. Yeah. I think there's, like, a lot of merits to those things, for sure. Like, setting yourself up for, like, success. You have these, like, little small victories. Yeah. Do it you with know? your do it with <clears throat> your body and your immediate surroundings first. And then, like, it. it's like Wally was talking about. Dude... That chat with Wally really, like, it was fucking a game changer. And when he was talking about habits and he was just, like, good habits, the thing, like, they build on each other. Yeah, absolutely, And I was man. like, man, and the way he was describing it, I was just like, not only is that so true, but I've experienced that on yeah. both sides with good habits and bad habits. Yep. And I'm just like, damn, it's so true. Like, And that's why, like, yeah, the more disciplined you can be, like, yeah, you open up a lot of doors now because it's sort of exponential. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on that. You know, I've also seen those results in my own life and, and because of that, I like, I'm always like striving for that, which is, I think it, it becomes hard when you don't meet that shit because it becomes very disappointing to yourself. <laughs> like in the, that that can sure. be heavy. It's hard and to like let yourself down that way. It can fucking sink you down further into the hole. So it's interesting. It's an interesting thing that Jordan Peterson, man, he's a, I think he's a crazy motherfucker, but he has some, he has, uh, he has some, some good things to say, you know, just like, just like most of the, the, the wild folks of the world, you know, even they yeah, have like some nuggets of truth yeah, there's only within a, them. There's you know? only a few people that are all 100% bullshit. Yeah. It just sucks that I one think of that's, them is running the country. Yeah. You got that? <laughs> that one maybe. Like that one, I if can't. I have to think of one person right now that yeah. everybody knows Amen. who might be actually all bullshit, like maybe. It's it's interesting because like he obviously doesn't care. Like whatever like care? what anyone no, we didn't. Yeah, what anyone <laughs> thinks. Yeah. So it's interesting that he's on that level cuz that's like I feel like the the opposite because that's like something you want to achieve within yourself, I think, sometimes. It's also it's the like, inverse of politics. To, uh, the classic sleek politician is like well-liked by lots of people because that's the game that they play. <laughs> right. That's what politicking is about. So it is kind of crazy. But it's just, just interesting like, because that's like, that is something that people are often trying to achieve within themselves. It's like not caring what others think. Right. About you in some way, but like not... Yeah, but not caring about what you... I don't know. At that, It's just, like, crazy that someone could think that what they're doing is... Or, like, not have a tendency I, to lean towards good. Like, he has to live he with that have, shadow, dude. He does not that's have a... crazy. He just is his shadow. Yeah. He just is his shadow. It's, like, it's... it's that's insane. what I mean by it's all bullshit. Like, he is his shadow. He, which is he terrifying. Like, he, it's a terrifying He's thing able to, to compartmentalize see. things the way he is. is pretty wild. But this isn't what... These people want to hear. They don't no. want to fucking hear. Yeah. Like everybody, but also, everybody knows. Yeah, he's, he's an insane right. person. But these fine people also know that you and I have no idea what we're talking about. 
and none of this no, should dude, we're be we're just on the fucking trip just like everybody else yeah. we're on the we're nobody on the journey be, nobody should be taking any of this at like you know what, hey but whatever. if you get something out of it that's that's cool too but that's i'm just trying to that's like, cool too i'm just that's trying on to you. have a chat i'm that's just trying to have a nice little chat here and uh yeah you just gotta you just gotta be out there and you gotta be the best goddamn daryl that you can be the best person you can be out there amen and amen. i'll tell you what i'm not the first person that said that there's smarter much smarter people that have come before better people too yeah, much better <laughs> smarter people have have come before us but hey you know what that that i take away though is that it is really nice it is really nice that a majority of people lean into the good that is like the good the true and the beautiful i think yeah and it's some fucking miracle it's a beautiful miracle it is and uh yeah before we sail out because since we we mentioned that good true beautiful thing a couple times did you listen to the the dustin kensrew carry the fire podcast with uh john foreman from switchfoot no it's so great man All right, I'll and they talk out. a lot about like where we're at as a civilization right now and just the importance of like trying to listen to voices outside of your echo chamber even if they're like ones that are disturbing to you because yeah, they're important to inform your lens and not just uh not just take everything for you know like hearsay and shit so hey <laughs> what's happening <laughs> 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 we were meant to live for so much more but we lost ourselves <laughs> we are more than the the wars of our fathers There's somewhere we live inside though uh, hey but that that fucking podcast is amazing and like it's just it's, it's, a such, it's such a cool chat and uh, yeah i think john foreman just has like some really fucking uh good words to share For with sure. people and and uh yeah dude. i mean bible buds just wants to be carry the fire can we acknowledge that we are just that nah, we dude. are like a we are a weed parody of carry the fire or not or rip off or some shit no basically. i don't i don't think so i think it's like yeah it's like you made it weird meets carry the fire okay podcast somewhere in some ways but like meets the bible and also to be fair like I don't think we even knew that Carry the Fire was like had happened when I when I asked no, you about doing this. You definitely conceived of this before that came um, out. But I do love that podcast. Yeah, it's great. I mean, Dustin Kensrew is like one of my favorite fucking people, uh, like songwriter wise. So it's been like really cool to get to like hear his he's thoughts so on things like because calm he's calm and chill. Well, he's such an introvert too, though, and he yeah. talks about that a lot. And that's why it's so cool because he like isn't somebody that like craves the spotlight and it is like work for him to like have these interactions with strangers. Right. And I've kind of like had some similar experiences like doing the podcast and stuff like, you know, it's weird for us. Like it's, it's been nice doing this because usually it's never a stranger to both of us that we're talking to. Usually right. one of us has the connection. So it's like easy to be like, yo, this other person that's in the room with us, he's a good person too. Like I invited him here to be with us, you right. know? So right. it's, it's all, it's all good where like 
yeah, when you just engage in these conversations with strangers, it's it's a it's a weird space to be, but it always like it always makes me feel like I'm better for it. For sure. So, um, yeah. If you if you listen to this and you dig this, that's another podcast I think that like really does a great job of like coming from uh, this non dualistic like mm-hmm. view of Christianity and really like getting a lot of different perspectives from yeah. different religions and people that aren't religious. Some people that are just he's just so interested in science and all kinds of shit. Just like, yeah, whatever dude. makes you wonder, you know, like whatever gives you that fucking sense of wonder. I love that he always like asks that question For and sure. shit. So. Well, my favorite guests of his have always been musicians, like the dude from Not a Surf. That's a fucking great episode. I still haven't listened to that one. Uh, I'm sure the Switchfoot one is great. So, yeah, it's just interesting to hear their their perspective. The probably because that's the the cloth I'm cut from. Also, though my cloth is is much cheaper and uh, much thinner and frail, and just it's not nearly as soft as theirs. Um, my cloth is very hungry. Would you like to get some food? Yeah, let's Would you do like that. to have some daily bread? Yeah. Um, let's just make sure that that bread has been leavened, which we will get into <laughs> in the next episode. Yeah, I guess we'll talk about that. We'll continue our, our chat on Axe in the in the next episode Yeah. of, of we'll the try. podcast. We'll try but, again. you know, hopefully this is fulfilling for you you buds out there, you know? And if you want to send us an email, again... You know what you should do, buds, is you should start your own podcast and then send us an email telling us about it. Someone <laughs> send us an email. Uh, and you can email us. <laughs> BibleBudsPDX at gmail.com. All the links will be in the episode notes. As always, uh, smoke, pray, love. Don't be a fucking racist. Bless up.